Hey, what's up, everybody? For your fix of fitness, health, life, and laughs, you know where it's at. That's right, it's at the podcast with your host, yours truly, Adam Pullman. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast where your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered by me, Adam Pullman, uh, a certified personal trainer as well as nutrition coach, as well as other things. Want to be comedian, okay? Uh, this is the show where all of your health, fitness, and nutrition questions are answered. Today, <clears throat> we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to be talking about uh, collagen powder. We're going to be talking about reverse dieting and how not to gain fat when you're doing that. We're also going to touch on knee stability. And then the last thing we're going to touch on uh, is why you may not be seeing the scale drop, even if you're seeing changes with inches in your waist and stuff like that. So that's what we're going to talk about uh, today. So make sure you tune in for all the answers to that. Uh, and then if you have a question that you would like to send into the show, you can find me on Instagram. That's where I collect all of these questions. If you go to uh, my handle, it's Adam underscore Pullman fit, and then go to my story on Sundays, you'll see a question box in there that says, ask me a question. That is your, excuse me, <laughs> that is your green light to submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, as you would like. Okay. <clears throat> so that's how you do that. If you enjoy this episode, spread the love, share it with your friends and family, let them know that there's a place they can go to get all of their health, health, fitness, and nutrition questions answered. And then lastly, we have four free guides for you. Uh, one on getting better arms, uh, better butt, uh, how to work out at home with this whole coronavirus thing, and then uh, a guide on protein as well. All of that's for free, along with hundreds of free articles. Uh, and you can get all of that at PullmanFitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. All righty then. I don't remember the freaking order <clears throat> that I said we were going to do these questions in. So whatever. Here we go. Uh, first question. What's the first thing that comes up? First question. Okay. Is from Crystal Glee. And the question is uh, tips for knee stability when doing squats, lunges, and deadlifts. Okay. Now. I don't know what kind of instability you're talking about here. Is it one of those things where like you're wobbly and your balance sucks? Is it one of those things where uh, your knee caves in when you do squats, which is very common? Uh, your knee caves in when you're trying to push up uh, on the squat, when you're trying to stand up on the squat, or when you're trying to push forward on the leg press, whatever the case may be. Knees cave in. Depends. The answer depends on what we're talking about here. Okay, so let's talk about the first thing. Um, if it's an instability with balance, you don't feel stable, strong, you're going to need to work on unilateral movements, okay? Now, you might see stupid stuff like, Ooh, get on a BOSU ball because uh, the BOSU ball is wobbly and you're going to better balance on the floor because the floor is stable and the BOSU ball is wobbly. Uh, <clears throat> stupid, okay? If I want to get better at driving a car, I'm not going to get better by swerving it all over the road. I'm going to get better by practicing staying in my lane, right? Same thing here. So practice doing unilateral, which means one-sided movements, with those things in mind. So Bulgarian split squats, lunges, single leg deadlifts, okay? Your your body will improve as you practice those things. Now, if you are just completely wobbly and out of control and you just keep trying and you just keep getting wobbly and you're not creating an opportunity for your body to be stable, then there's an issue. So usually what I recommend is first starting out with some sort of support. Now, a PVC pipe works really, really well. Let's say you're doing a Bulgarian split squat, your back leg is on a bench or whatever, elevated surface. 
uh, you've got a PVC pipe in one hand, a dumbbell in the other hand, you're using the PVC pipe for support. Now, the goal over time is to have less and less pressure uh, and, and body weight on that PVC pipe because you're supporting yourself. One thing that a lot of people don't do uh, that helps a lot is uh, is looking at one thing in front of them or on the ground, something that's not moving. So I like to tell people, like my, I like to tell my clients to find a spot on the carpet to stare at or find something on the wall that's standing still, like the, like the thermostat, <clears throat> stare at that or stare at uh, a rock that's on the ground, whatever it is, okay? Find something that's still to stare at and that will help your body stabilize a little bit more. If you're constantly looking around, looking at what your hand's doing, looking at what your leg's doing, looking at your ass in the mirror, uh, it's no wonder you're not gonna feel stable, okay? Now, if this is a... a, a uh, an issue, a stability issue where your knee is caving in um, or caving out and it's not stable that way, it's because you probably have some muscular imbalances, okay? If it's caving in, your glutes are probably uh, not active or strong and neither are your uh, your abductors. Um, if it's caving out too much, which is extremely rare, your inner thigh and adductors probably aren't that stable, maybe not your quad either, okay? So what you need to focus on uh, is strengthen, strengthening those muscles, but also activating them before you go into your, your main workouts. You still want to do unilateral exercises because that's going to help reinforce the stability and strength in that one weak muscle on that one side. But if your muscle's not engaged, it's not going to work well. So let's say you're doing lunges and your right knee always caves in because you don't feel your glute working and you have a hard time getting your abductors to force your leg outward or at least keep your knee stable while you're coming up. Something that you could you could definitely do you could do some uh, side lying leg raises. You could do some band walks. Okay, you know, a lot of people do this. You'll see a lot of fit chicks doing this on Instagram because they think it's going to make their butt look bigger. Uh, it's not. This is actually going to serve really well for activating and priming those muscles. That way they're familiar with how to stabilize your leg when you're doing that movement. Okay? So it completely depends on what you're doing, but I would work on unilateral stuff. Go slow and controlled. Use support. And then if there's a muscle imbalance issue, activate those weaker muscles or those muscles that are more asleep before you go into that uh, that main lift. All right. Okay. Next question is from Catherine Hong. And the question is, heard reverse dieting will help increase metabolic rate. Will it cause weight gain? Okay. So reverse dieting is basically, so when we think of diet, we think of restricting calories. Reverse diet is essentially add calories. Okay. Now, this is something that I do with my clients constantly to help speed up their metabolisms to make their maintenance calories higher. So I was giving an example of someone that I worked with uh, a while back. Her name was Joy, um, and she, well, it is Joy. She's still around. Uh, and um, she initially started out maintaining her weight at like 2,000 calories, okay? And she had about 17% body fat. Uh, and then when we were done, she was maintaining her same same exact weight. She was maintaining her same exact weight on 2,800 calories at 12% body fat. So we dropped body fat, increased lean muscle, and now, if she wants to go into a deficit to reach even better, even more goals, more fat loss, she can do that at eighteen or sorry, like twenty five hundred calories instead of having to go down to eighteen hundred calories. Does that make sense? So this is something that I'm very familiar with. Uh, it's what my ebook is all about, the Eat More Get Leaner ebook. It's going to give you a detailed um, step by step guide on how to slowly add calories into your diet and how to implement resistance training to get your metabolic rate up. Uh, you know what, since you're listening, you can use the code capital E-M-G-L-25, E-M-G-L-25, no space uh, at checkout um, for a 25% off that ebook there, okay? 
You're very welcome. So uh, yeah, reverse dieting definitely will help increase your metabolic rate. It can cause weight gain if you don't do it right, okay? Uh, well, it can cause weight gain almost no matter what um, because if you're, if you are, you're, it's likely, so Joy's case was very rare with how much body fat she dropped. Usually what happens is people keep the same body fat, if not maybe a little bit less, and then they gain some more muscle. So they're not trading weight at a one-to-one ratio. They're at, they're losing a little bit of body fat percentage uh, and they're gaining a lot of muscle. So um, the weight might go up and that's okay. What you need to pay attention to is your body composition tests um, and you also need to pay attention to how your clothes fit, how your strength is because it's possible you could be just building lean muscle tissue and that's why your weight is going up and that's a good sign because that's going to allow your uh, meta- metabolic rate to go up. The times when f- extra fat is put on is when resistance training is implemented properly. So you're not training with enough volume, intensity, doing your, your exercise programming is poor. Um, also, when there are a lot of calories added at once. So a lot of people will say, oh, I'm going to do a reverse diet. I was just eating 1,200 calories. I'm going to go to 2,000 because it's the opposite of a diet. No, no, no. Your, your maintenance was at 1,200 and now you're going to go to 2,000. You're adding a shit ton of calories. Excuse my language. You're adding a crap ton of calories uh, out of nowhere. Your body isn't going to... Um, be able to utilize all of those extra calories to go towards strength and muscle building. So it's going to be stored. You want to slowly add calories in, which is why I recommend anywhere from 50 to 150 calories uh, per week. And the goal, like I said, is try to keep your average weight the same. And if it goes up like, you know, 0.25, 0.5 pounds a week, don't be worried about that. If it goes up like two pounds a week, we got a problem. Okay. So that's the intention and the goal uh, with that. So if you go super slow and controlled, Slow calorie increases week by week. You should be fine. Um, you you likely won't gain uh, much fat, okay? Um, what else did I say we were going to talk about on this show? I have so many questions to freaking uh, sift through right now. Oh, here it is. Uh, next question is from... Wait a minute. I thought I had it. Damn it. Ah, here it is. Uh, is from Kayla Massey. And the question is, thoughts on collagen powder? Um, collagen powder is the hot dog of protein powders. Next question. <laughs> I'm kind of serious. All right. Uh, it's, it's, it's horrible. Like it's not, the quality isn't good. Um, the, dige- the digestibility of the protein is absolutely horrible. Cause it's literally a bunch of other crap that you just, people don't want. It's cartilage. Uh, it's literally the hot dogs of whey protein or uh, protein powder. Okay. Um, there are far better options out there, especially whey protein. Some plant proteins can be good. Egg protein is pretty freaking good. Far better options out there than collagen powder. Um, the only reason it's gotten so popular is because people in the beauty industry have said, oh, it'll help with your nails and your hair and your skin. Um, yeah, well, so will eating a balanced diet. So there's no need to buy collagen powder, just like there's no need to buy protein powder, whey protein powder, if you just eat, get all your nutrients in from whole natural foods. Okay. Um, so I, yeah, I wouldn't really invest in collagen powder unless for some weird reason your doctor thinks that it's absolutely necessary. But that I've never seen that happen. Okay. Uh, so short answer to that question. Last question is from Cassidy Green. And the question is, why am I seeing inches drop on my body when I measure, uh, but no weight loss? So I'm assuming that she's doing like tape measurements because she's seeing inches drop. Um, you know what, Cassidy? Uh, you shouldn't be questioning this. You should be praising this. This should be a very, very, very good thing for you. Uh, here's the thing. This is why I always tell people not to, I did a post about it today, but this is why I always tell people not to worship the scale because it doesn't tell you the whole story. Kind of like how, 
trying to think of an example off the top of my head. Maybe like how like mileage doesn't tell the whole story on a car. You know, like cars might have the same miles, but one was driven aggressively on the highway 24-7 and the other one was driven very modestly in the city a little bit. So you know what I'm trying to say? And maybe one had oil changes more frequently, the other one didn't. It doesn't tell the whole story, okay? That number on the scale does not tell the whole story. You've got hormones that are involved. You have cycles for women that are involved. Weight can change a lot around your cycle. Um, and then you have, what else? You have sleep that's involved. You have sodium intake, potassium intake, water intake, water retention. You have all this stuff that's involved with weight loss, okay? That can influence the weight on the scale. So <clears throat> it's not a direct, it's not something to look good, look at and say, okay, I've been doing well with my fitness or I have not been doing well with my fitness. Not at all, okay? It is just another tool to use along with many others that can help you get a general idea as to whether or not your fitness program and nutrition protocol are working, is working, whatever, okay? Now, I, if you want to use weight, that's fine, but I recommend not only using weight because like I said, there's body composition involved, body fat and lean muscle mass. So I also recommend doing body composition tests on like a monthly basis, okay? Now, <clears throat> Cassidy, this is what's probably going on with you. Muscle is more dense than fat. Okay, people will say muscle weighs more than fat. No. <laughs> a pound of muscle weighs the same as a pound of fat. Okay, but the density is different. The size is different. Muscle takes up less space than fat does. Okay, it's tighter, it's leaner, it's more dense and compact. Takes up a lot more space, or a lot less space, excuse me. So, I don't know if you've been getting body composition tests, but it is possible that you could be losing body fat and or gaining muscle. Okay, so that's a, that's a good thing. It sounds to me, Cassidy, like you should probably ditch the scale. You should probably throw that thing in the trash or have a spouse or family member, whomever, throw that thing away or hide it or something uh, because you need to be measuring your progress based on strength. If you're getting stronger, you're headed in the right direction. Strength is correlated to so many other positive changes. If that is going up, ev almost everything else can be going well. If that is going down, almost everything else can be getting worse. Okay, so look at strength. And then if you want to do these measurements, that's great. But it sounds to me like you should stop kind of letting this scale tell you what's going on with your health and fitness. But that's just my advice. All right? ton of clients that I work with that, uh, that choose not to weigh on the scale. We take progress pictures. We'll do measurements, body comp tests, lots of other ways to measure progress. So, guys, if you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. Share it with your friends and family. Let them know that this is where they can go to get all of their health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, answered. And if you have a question that you would like to send into the show, you can do that on Instagram. My handle is Adam underscore Pullman Fit. I'm out of breath. You can uh, find me there. Go to my story on Sundays. You'll see a box that says, ask me a question. That's where you can submit as many health, fitness, and nutrition questions uh, as you would like. And then um, what was I going to say? Oh, free content. If you want more free guides, free articles, you can get all of that absolutely free at pullmanfitness.com slash free. That's P-O-E-H-L-M-A-N-N fitness.com slash free. 
Oh my goodness, I cannot believe it is over already. Hey, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. Hey, listen in. If you have a health and fitness goal that you are trying to reach, I don't know what else to say other than to say it must be a match made in heaven. If you didn't know already, Pullman Fitness exists to transform the body, mind, and spirit through personal coaching and sustainable fitness plans for any stage of life. So if you want to reach your goals, build sustainability, and enjoy life all at the same time, you guys got to check out Premier Coaching at Pullman Fitness. From custom tailored programming to 24-7 access to your personal coach, you'll have everything that you need to succeed. You guys can find out a lot more about Premier Coaching as well as our membership program at PullmanFitness.com. Hey, if you enjoyed the show, share the love by leaving a five-star review and introducing the podcast to your friends and family. As always, thank you so much for listening, and until next time, this is the podcast.